0: food bloggers. Hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. This is the place for food bloggers to get information and inspiration to accelerate your blog's growth and ultimately help you to achieve your freedom, whether that's financial, personal, or professional. I'm Megan Porta, and I've been a food blogger for over 12 years. I understand how isolating food blogging can be at times. I'm on a mission to motivate, inspire, and most importantly, let each and every food blogger, including you, know that you are heard and supported. There's very rarely a topic that we bring to the table that applies to absolutely every food blogger, but this topic definitely does. If you get that question, which I know you do, that is, what do you do for a living? Then this episode is for you. Vanessa Kanabi is from vanessaray.com, and we have such a fun conversation about that sometimes uncomfortable conversation that we have explaining to people what we do. We dig into mindset and how that plays a role in explaining our jobs to people and ultimately how this falls on us. And it's how we see our jobs and how we communicate what we do to others. We have such a fun conversation. We dig into a lot of other things inside the episode as well. So I really hope you enjoy this one. It is episode number 417, sponsored by Rank IQ. Hey, awesome food bloggers. Before we dig into this episode, I have a really quick favor to ask you. Go to your favorite podcast player, go to Eat Blog Talk. scroll down to the bottom where you see the ratings and review section. Leave Eat Blog Talk a five-star rating if you love this podcast and leave a great review. This will only benefit this podcast. It adds value. And I so very much appreciate your efforts with this. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, now on to the episode. Vanessa is a wife to Greg, mom of two little treasures, a son, Dane, five, and her daughter, Billy, two, and a fur mom to their golden child, a golden doodle named Shredder. They live in a very special place, Long Beach, New York, a barrier island on Long Island. Vanessa loves the beach and everything that goes along with it. Heat, tan skin, sand on her feet, and being outside as much as possible. She loves the heat in the kitchen also, as she comes from an Italian family full of cooks. Vanessa credits her skills coming mainly from her grandma, Annette, who is no longer with us, but she feels close to her every time she's in the kitchen, and her mom, who still amazes her with the things she makes and comes up with. Vanessa, hi. Welcome to Eat Blog Talk. It's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Megan. I'm so happy to be here. I'm a huge fan of your show, so thank you for having me. Yay. It's so great to have you here, and I love the topic we're going to dig into today. It's a really good one that I think all of us can probably benefit from just hearing about. So before we get into that, though, we would love to know if you have a fun fact to share with us. I do. I am
1: a very confident cook until it comes to frozen foods. <laughs> I lose all, all my kitchen skills go out the window. So yeah, I usually <laughs> burn them or forget about them. Or
0: <laughs> This so is... This is hilarious. Okay, so give me an example of something that's happened that's just been a disaster with frozen foods.
1: My husband, you know, since we started dating, he loves pizza bagels, and now my kids love pizza bagels also, and I just kind of forget about them. So that's my husband's department now. He takes care of the frozen <laughs> foods for for himself and for the kids.
0: That is hilarious, yes. I have to say, and it's almost like it's not, it's like the frozen varieties are just kind of unimportant in your mind. So they just fall to the back of your priority list or something like that. Because there's got to there's be something to that.
1: I feel like the directions, I'm not really a direction follower. You know, I cook with like a pinch here, this, you know, just you taste it as you go. And it's just too much like science behind it. And <laughs>
0: Oh, this is one of my favorite fun facts I've heard in a while. So thank you for starting the day off with a little levity, Vanessa. (laughs) Glad to share. Okay. Yes, I love it so much. Well, best of luck to you when you're making frozen foods in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Keep us posted. I sure will. Yes. Okay. So today we're going to talk about this topic of just like that hesitation we feel about talking about our blogs and just that underlying message also of no matter where you're at in your journey, whether you're on day one, or maybe you even haven't you haven't even started, or maybe you're 10 years into blogging, you're it's okay. Like you're doing enough. It doesn't matter where you're at. It's okay. You're doing a great job, is kind of the message we're gonna talk about today. Yes. So, Vanessa, I would love to hear your story, just like your blogging journey and kind of where you're at today take us to that space where you feel like you've kind of overcome that hesitation to talk about your blog just give us the whole story okay so i started the
1: blog back in i guess about october 2021 i had my son and i was planning on having my daughter you know getting pregnant with my daughter pretty soon and i'm a stay at home mom i you know was just a stay at home mom at that point and i have a I'm very creative. I was um, making clothes and selling them to some local boutiques and at some local craft fairs. But it was a little bit difficult because I would get orders and it would just kind of, it would consume the time. But I still wanted to be creative and, and have an outlet. And cooking is just something I always did and, and do. So it just seemed like a natural creative outlet To do because I was doing it anyway. So, why not, you know, write about it, film it, and be creative with it? And I never had really taken it seriously in my mind because cooking was just kind of second nature. I grew up with cooks and cooking all the time, and, you know, food was a big part of our family. So, it just wasn't something I thought of as a business or a job. So, I started, you know, small, just kind of like mostly filming. I got really into it when my daughter was born and I would film her I would make all her baby food, all the baby purees, and she would enjoy them and I would it you know, it just it was exciting to watch and to film. You know, it just kind of grew over time. So for a little bit of time I I wasn't I wasn't comfortable talking about it. I didn't really take it seriously. It was just like I said, it was just kind of second nature. But as it went on, I I got more confident about it and I started to share it and had a website and had a real Instagram following, even though it was small, it was people were engaging and were interested in what was going on. And now I freely talk about it with people. If they ask me what I do, I'm not just a stay at home mom. I am a food blogger. It's something that I invest my time on a daily basis to and money into. And even though it's not as big as I hope it will be, at some point, it still is a baby business and it should be taken seriously. And I think now it is. And now I'm comfortable sharing how important it is.
0: Okay. That is such a cool journey. Thank you for talking through that. And it's really fun to hear about like how your mindset about your business affects how you perceive others take it, right? And this has been my, the case for me as well. Like, when I didn't take it seriously, then I don't talk about it seriously. And I'm like, oh, it's just this blog. I just cook. And, you know, like, you kind of downplay it. Yeah. So, other people, of course, they're in their minds, they're watching you downplay this thing you do. So, they're going to do the same thing and be like, well, I'm not going to take your business seriously if you're not taking your business seriously. So, it's kind of that mindset thing where we need to come to the place where we understand that it's a business. This is not just cooking and taking pictures. Like this is a legit business. And if we carry that mindset, the mindset of I'm serious about this and other people are going to adopt that as well. Do you agree with that? A hundred percent.
1: And i showed it because once I was serious about it and, you know, would just talk to, you know, anybody, yes, I'm a food blogger. This is where you could find me they were interested in it. They, and they did take it seriously and they, they wanted to follow me or they wanted to get a tip on recipe on, you know, a recipe or how to make something. So you really have to take it seriously from the start. If, if, you know, you want to treat it as a business and you're investing so much time. I mean, the amount of time that we put into this, it kind of never stops and money. So there's tons of businesses that don't, make any money for for long periods of time either. So this is the same the same thing and it should be taken seriously. So
0: Yeah, that's interesting what you just said. So that was true for me for a lot of years I was running my quote business, but I wasn't actually making a lot of money and at some points no money. Like as far as like what I'm investing back into it was way more than what I was making. So that's hard to explain to people because people equate like profit and like revenue, like a lot of money with business growth. So it's really hard when people ask about that part of it, like, oh, is it, you know, like, are you sustaining your family or whatever? Like yeah. those questions are like, no, I'm not actually making money, but it's a <laughs> it's a business. And it's really hard because we know our value and we believe in ourselves and we see where our businesses are going. And we have Like, I know bloggers who have all the confidence in the world and their businesses that they're going to be hugely successful. But explaining that to someone else is really difficult.
1: Yeah, I guess because you can't really see it. You know, like if you opened a retail store, you might not see profits for a long time. And for some reason, that's taken a little bit more seriously, maybe because you could see it because you could touch it, you could walk into it and food blogging. It's information and it's so valuable and it I I mean it's really the same thing. You're investing tons of time and money into it
0: and it's a real business. Your heart and energy yes. and soul. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> blood, sweat, oh my tears. Gosh. <laughs> yes, all of it. So much blood. Yeah. <laughs> but I love your analogy there about the retail store. That's so true. And that can go for any business really. Like if you think about it, any like business where you're selling physical products or anything you might not be profiting for years and it's the same exact thing so why do we assume that our businesses are different because we're like you know cooking and just like it's a it's a different business model so maybe that's where the confusion is that just people don't understand What food blogging is. And I come across that all the time still. Like, what exactly do you do? You're a restaurant critic. I get that all the time. Like, no, it's so irritating. I am not a restaurant critic. Nothing against restaurant critics, but it's so different that it's like, oh, I don't even know where to start. Oh, just confusing, right? Like, how do you deal with that? Like when people ask you, oh, so you're a food food blogger, what do you do? Like, what do you say to them?
1: I try and guide them to my Instagram or to my website or that I share family recipes in detail. And I, I am finding more, more often now that people are more interested in it. You know, maybe they're hearing it. It depends on the, I guess the generation or the demographic, you know, the, the generation, like my grandfather, he would, he wouldn't understand what I was talking about if I was (laughs) telling him that I was a food blogger. But you know some moms at school at my son's school you know they're they're a little bit more interested and i think that once they maybe go follow me on instagram or go check out my website they have more questions if we talk later on or it explains it a little bit more it starts the conversation does, yes
0: yeah i just wrote this down this is something that i've never said but i want to try this out i'm going to test this one so what about saying like i provide quality free recipes to the general public Amazing. How would someone respond to that? <laughs> They'd be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then, like, I usually try to explain in terms of, like, okay, let's say you need chili recipe this coming weekend and you go to Google and you type in chili recipe. What comes up? But That's what we do. We create those free recipes that are well tested and thought out and loved that you can make. Yeah. Like, that usually is, like, a good starter, too. Yeah. I'm going to... Write that down. I'm going to quote. I'll quote you. I'll give you.
1: Yeah, that's perfect.
0: (laughs) Megan says. Um, And then my friend Eric from over at Eat Like No One Else blog, he's an awesome like OG blogger like me. And then we've had this conversation many times because we've been doing it so long. And so many people have asked us over the years, especially when we were in the beginning, people especially then did not understand this concept of being a food blogger. So the way he explained it to people... I thought was brilliant, he said, and I think he still says this, think of it like an online newspaper. Like people sell, like brands sell ads to, you know, make, so we can make money from our content, but we provide it for free. So it's like that same. And I thought that was a really good way to explain it as far as like, the revenue and why we have ads and what we're creating and... Yeah. It was another little spin. I like that. Well, I'll be quoting both of you from now on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like we finally get to a point and it's, I think, a different point for a lot of us. Like it can be a few months in, a few years in, many years in, but we get to this point where we're just not uncomfortable anymore talking about our blogs, even if people don't understand. When did you get to that point and what changed? What was different?
1: I just think I wanted to talk about it. I was proud of it. I was I was spending a lot of time on it, you know, staying up at night after my kids would go to sleep and I was really proud of what I was putting out there that I just took the leap. I don't remember who I told specifically, but when people would ask, you know, if, if I'm out with my husband and somebody asks what, you know, what do you do now? I confidently say that I have a food blog. And once I said at one time, it just, it just took away that uncomfortability. I was, it's like, you just break that barrier and now you move forward and this is what you do. And you've put it out there. And like I said, you, you find that, people more often than not were very interested in what that was or what that meant or wanted to learn more because maybe you don't hear about it too often. Even though there's so many food bloggers, it's, I guess we're all worried to like talk about it because you don't hear it often when yeah. you ask somebody what they do. So I, yeah, yes, I felt like people were interested and, and it was a good conversation starter and it, and it felt good to, to talk about it. And To share it with people. So
0: that is such a great point, too. Just being a conversation starter and seeing it as that instead of like, oh my gosh, I have this heavy burden to carry that I have to explain to you what I do because I did that for a lot of years. I would be just like frustrated with people. And why don't they understand that kind of mindset? Where that's ridiculous. Like, if somebody doesn't understand what I do, they're usually curious and they want to know what a food blogger is. And it lies on us, really. I mean, ultimately it's our problem if we have a problem with it. And I I had to get to that point where I was like, don't be a jerk when people don't understand what you do. Explain <laughs> it. And people want to have a conversation and they want to talk and oh cool. Do you like, do you make money from you know, like they have follow up questions. So really this all falls on us, right, Vanessa? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Hello my favorite people, let's chat quick about some ways eBlog Talk can help you ditch the overwhelm, manage your time, feel connected, and prioritize that seemingly never-ending stream of tasks, platforms, and algorithm changes we're faced with the eBlog Talk Mastermind program is our signature offering and the best investment you will make in your blogging business. This is a transformative 12-month experience that will help you achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible. Join the waitlist for 2024 groups. Go to eBlogTalk.com forward slash mastermind to get in on that. If the mastermind program is on your dream board, but you aren't quite ready to make that investment in your business yet, the next perfect step for you might be the Eat Blog Talk Miniminds. This six month program is designed to help you achieve your goals and overcome any obstacles that may be holding you back so you can experience the freedoms you're yearning for. Join the waitlist for groups starting in Q4 of 2023 at eatblogtalk.com forward slash miniminds. And if you are ready to learn, grow, and build relationships in person, join me and a handful of your fellow food bloggers at an upcoming Eat Blog Talk retreat. This is a great opportunity to convene in an intimate setting to learn, collaborate, and connect. These retreats involve mastermind-style peer-to-peer collaboration and are incredibly powerful and fun experiences. Go to EatBlogTalk.com forward slash retreat. To get information about all Eat Blog Talk services, go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash services, eatblogtalk.com forward slash services. Now back to the episode.
1: How many times have you been in a conversation where somebody tells you what they do and you have no idea what they're talking about either? Oh, you know? all the time. <laughs> I mean, there's all these words and strategists or market and I'm like, what does that mean? You know, but I'm interested. So... It is the same thing but yeah for some reason us food bloggers get really in our head about about not like maybe people aren't going to be interested or take it seriously and that's just not the case so get out there and and talk about it talk about your food block
0: <laughs> I really hope this conversation will help people just realize that like if nothing else just changing our mindset about how we communicate about our work and just bringing that passion that you bring into it. Like, I'm really proud of this. I've found this job that I love. I'm passionate about it. And I'm so proud of the creative work I put together, you know, and it provides value for the world. And just carrying that mindset into every conversation is inspiring. So thank you for this. And I needed this because 12 years into being a blogger, I still get that frustration we were camping a little while a few weeks ago and I have my my logo on our RV because it's like I don't know it's kind of fun it used to be like a conversation starter and now it's like a tax write-off quite honestly but (laughs) I love that people come up or this woman came up and she was asking about you know like oh what's Pip and Eddie and I just got like immediately got annoyed and it was so silly and she was curious. And so my husband was out there and he was like, oh, it's my wife's food, blah. You know, he was like trying to explain it. She's like, oh, a restaurant critic, like the oh, same no. conversation. <laughs> but I just like I had to stop myself and just do this whole thing that we're talking about. Like she is wanting to have a conversation with you. Don't be a jerk and sit there like she should know what I do. Right. So. 12 years in, this still happens. So we need this reminder to just be open, have grace, allow it to be the thing that you know connects you to somebody yeah. because we all want to talk about food and yes. delicious creations and all of that. So I just appreciate this conversation.
1: It is true. A food brings so many people together and we talk about food all the time in other ways. Why not this way? I mean, and if, if you're not a cook, you know people who don't cook are so interested and inspired by cooking they they want to yeah. do it you know they they want to make a meal for their family they're looking for easy recipes hard recipes whatever it is and yeah it just brings people together I and mean, we you know it's such a good thing to talk about and a happy thing to talk about so
0: so true yeah like you said even if people aren't necessarily cooks or bakers it's still fun. It's like a curiosity for them. Like if you start talking about your niche, like let's say you are, I don't know, like a cupcake baker specifically. I would be curious about that. Like, oh my gosh, what's your favorite cupcake? Like, what's the secret? How do you not get them to fly? You know, like people are super curious about really niche food, like focuses, I guess. So instead of just being like, I'm a food blogger, maybe you could say, I'm a food blogger with a focus on XYZ, and then that's for sure a conversation starter. Yes, 100%. And what do you think about, so I've started experimenting with this term too, instead of food blogger, what do you think about using the term like, I'm in food media or something along those lines? Yeah, I think that that would be interesting. Is that more confusing? Do you think people like OK Media, like books? I don't know if that would be even more confusing or not.
1: I don't know. I I guess I'd have I have to work on how I'd explain it. Yeah, you know, I'd have to I'd have to really back that up with
0: with something good. What about digital food media? I like I like it. Yeah, because you can okay, find me. We online. Experiment with all of these. Yeah. I'm writing all this down. I know. Which one gets the best reaction? We should do like like interview like street interview style. Oh, yeah. Like go around with a microphone. I love that. That's that funny. Would be like so fun. who what talk show host used to do that was it David Letterman. He'd go around yes. and just like ask random questions to people and get their reactions. Yeah, I think we should do this, Vanessa. <laughs> I'm
1: coming where you are and we're going to walk around the street.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I'm curious too, just for the people listening, if there are other ways that you describe it that just seems to resonate with people who are out of outside our world of food blogging let me know. Send me an email. I'm super curious if there's like, yeah, maybe you guys have a different angle, but I love hearing this because it's such an like not known job. Yeah. And I don't think have you, okay, here's a question for you. Have you ever come across a person where they're like, what do you do? And you say, I'm a food blogger. And they're like, oh, and they know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Hmm. I don't think a hundred percent. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like a hundred percent. I feel like maybe they have an idea, but Not 100%. There's always those, like, real follow-up questions to get, like, a better understanding. But,
0: like, they've heard the term, but they don't know exactly what that is, you know? And then why is this? Because so many people look for recipes on Google. So why are people not linking that? Like, food blogger, I create recipes online with a little explanation. You'd think they'd be like, oh, right. Like, I get your recipes... Why is that? I'm not, who not sure. Who are these people who are getting our recipes? I know. And then why are they not the people <laughs> that, that we're, we're telling to. we're food? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm not I'm not sure. I do feel like it's such a there's so much food blogger content out there. I mean So much. So much. It's it's absolutely widely consumed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the views are, are incredible. they I don't understand unless unless maybe they're not a hundred percent sure, so they just have more questions. So they kind of pretend like they don't yeah. know. You know,
0: Maybe that's... <laughs> everyone's pretending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not sure, but hopefully, yeah, it's going. An... You know, people will hear this and be like, "This is why," or
1: they'll let us know what's going on.
0: Yeah, I feel like we as food bloggers do a lot of educating, and I think that's where the frustration comes in. Especially after so many years, it's like, okay, people, like this. You know, we're. As an industry, we're making a lot of money and we are putting so much value into the world. And it does, it does just get a little bit frustrating. So we need these reminders to step back, have grace, you know, see it as a conversation starter and a way to connect with people, a way to talk about food, all of that. But it is a very interesting topic. And do you think that in the near future that food blogging, this is not in our notes. This is just like putting you on the spot. (laughs) Do you think food blogging is going to become a more widely known profession? I mean, it's been around so long
1: that I guess there's it could only go up or get more more widely known, but I, I just don't even know how much more content and information there could be out there. There's so much already that what do we have to do? For
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it right. take? More educating. And I think the education maybe has to be more like how we make money because I think that's a huge point of confusion for people. Like they can understand after a little bit of conversation like, oh, okay, so that chili recipe I found on Google, that's like what you do. Like they can kind of grasp that. But then it's like, and even with family, I can always tell like they're wondering, but they don't want to ask like, how do you make money?
1: People, <laughs> you know, I find that people like really, really ask about the money part, which always kind of cracks me up because, like, I would never really dream yeah. of asking somebody about their. You know, how they make money at their job. So, yeah, but yeah, people like are are curious about that part, which I'm happy to share. I mean, you're not saying how much you make or whatever, yeah. but yeah, people are are super curious about that, more so than the anything else I find. But there's so many ways to make money. so there's so right. many things to share about that also, which is fun. So,
0: yeah, I got one recently from a family member who I don't see very often. And I think it was something like, like, I could see the, see the wheels turning. They were just really like, what the heck? <laughs> like because like, we over. were on vacation, <laughs> like spending money at amusement parks. Like clearly we're making money, right? We're not just whatever, like doing it for hobby. But I think they said something like, oh, business must be going well or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. <laughs> right. I, I work all the time. <laughs> I'm Right, I earned this money. <laughs> I hard earned money. That is for sure. I don't know any group of people who works, oh, just with more love and and passion and like. I mean, that's like one of my soapbox things. But food bloggers are the best. Yeah. So it's really ironic that people don't know that. Like, it's this kind of hidden little community of you know, like really hardworking individuals who are so freaking smart and can make a lot of money and the general public has no idea. Yeah. There's so many things to,
1: to know and that you do on your own because, you know, you have to start out and you have to cut corners somewhere, you know, you don't want to Yeah, maybe you know spend your money wisely. So there's so many and tasks and the wrong things. Yeah. yeah. So there's so many tasks that you take on yourself and have to teach yourself, like, from technology things to the actual cooking to the you know it, there's just the so much. skill sets are are endless so yeah it's so true <laughs> we're great.
0: I want you to speak to people who are listening, Vanessa, who are maybe in the wrong frame of mind about this, and who do get frustrated and overwhelmed, and maybe who don't take their blog seriously, so that carries over to other people talk to them, like give them a little pep talk or some words of encouragement so that they maybe feel just more empowered with talking about their food blog. Yeah. I mean, you've taken the step to start
1: a food blog. So take it seriously. And you've invested your time, so much time, time away from your family, time that you're not sleeping. (laughs) I mean, so much time. And money, whether it's a lot of money or a little bit of money, take it seriously. People are going to be excited to hear about it. They want to hear what you do. They People love food. They love to learn how to cook, learn new things. And you have something to offer. You might think that, oh, this pasta recipe is is so simple because you've been making it for so long. But there are tons of people out there that don't know how to boil water for pasta or cook frozen foods you know like they need this as treat it as valuable as it is it's valuable information that you're sharing with the world and yeah let it just break that barrier and get talking about it and you'll see that the opportunity just starts to flow in
0: that was so beautifully said I don't know what is wrong with me today, but like my ideas are like full. I am writing so many notes. I'm usually, I don't know, just like inspired, especially inspired today. Maybe it's just you, Vanessa. <laughs> That's but I just wrote down, like, how cool would it be to say to someone, like, just like it's a really secret, like, not known way to make a ton of money and deliver tons of value to the world if you said that line to somebody how intriguing would that be yeah. and what a fun conversation that would be like oh wow so you deliver all kinds of value about food and you make money like that is a great way to frame it too just it's kind of intriguing like a secret little I don't know yeah secret little society we have here totally I <laughs> can allude to it's yeah I mean yeah it, it really
1: is. There's people get involved with, you know, all sorts of things. And this is a real way to make real money doing something that you love and just sharing, yeah, sharing what you love with the world. That's incredible, you know?
0: Mm, yes. That, like, if you say that to your neighbor who asks you what you're doing, that's cool. That's powerful. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to try like it Come out. over for, <laughs> yeah, come over for grilling tonight sort of conversation. This is so fun. I love this. I don't think we've ever given this topic like a spotlight on this podcast. So I think this is going to be very valuable for people to hear no matter where they're at in their journey. So thank you for bringing this to the table today, Vanessa, and for your time. Thank you so much for for letting me talk about this because it's so
1: important. And I hope that it inspires at least one person to go out there today and talk about their blog that they haven't told anybody about.
0: Yes. Is there anything we've forgotten that you want to touch on before we say goodbye, Vanessa? No, I think we covered everything. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And to end, do you have either a favorite quote or words of inspiration to leave us with?
1: I do. And it is, keep it moving. Whether it's a reel that isn't performing or something that you're getting caught up on or anything
0: in life that's kind of bothering you, just keep it moving. and. Everything will work out. The rivers don't stop flowing, right? That's they keep moving. Yep. They slow down, but they don't stop. Yep. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's so great. All right. Well, we will put together a show notes page for you, Vanessa. If you want to go look at those, you can go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash Vanessa Ray, and I'll let you spell your name so people know how to get there. So yeah, just tell everyone where they can find you online, Vanessa. So you can find me on Instagram at Vanessa Ray,
1: V-I-N-E-S-S-A-R-A-E.
0: And my website is com. Go check Vanessa out, everyone. And thank you so much for being here, Vanessa. And thank you for listening, food bloggers. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eat Blog Talk. Don't forget to head to forum.eatblogtalk.com to join our free discussion forum and connect with and learn from like-minded peers. I will see you next time.